0: Hey everyone, this is Isaiah, co-host of Python Out Loud. I'm recording this short teaser because your other co-host, Kevin, is traveling for a conference and we're planning to record episode two once he's back. In the meantime, we're excited to announce our first blog post. You can find the URL in the show notes and you can also view the blog post by visiting pythonoutloud.com. The blog post goes through some technical background we're planning to discuss in episode 2, comparing the relative effectiveness for several methods of computing the number 2 to the power 38 in Python. Spoiler, 2 asterisk asterisk 38 wins. This may sound like a trivial use of Python, but keep in mind that 2 to the 38th power is not a small number. It would take a lot of patience to multiply 2 times itself 38 times on paper, and even typing 2 times 2 times 2 and so on 38 times on a calculator would be error prone. And if you're not using a super fancy calculator, you'll also have to deal with integer overflow. 2 to the 38th is a 12-digit number, and most calculators I've seen can't handle more than 10 digits. So either 2 to the 38th will produce an error, or you'll get an approximation as a floating point number. So if you're solving a problem that requires all 12 digits, like problem 0 in the Python challenge we'll be discussing in episode 2, you won't be much closer to a full solution. You may even run into similar difficulties if you try computing 2 to the 38th using a programming language. My first language in college was C, and I remember needing to pound include limits.h and check the constant int underscore max to determine the largest number representable with an integer variable. On older systems, that number might be around 2 to the 31, which is about 130 times smaller than 2 to the 38th. As a workaround, we could use a version of an integer variable with a wider range of possible values, appropriately enough called a long int, which uses twice as much memory but could represent numbers as big as around 2 to the 63. Good thing we're not trying to compute 2 to the 138th. C is a great language for working at the hardware level, when minimizing the memory usage of each variable is important in a low-resource machine like an Arduino, but keeping track of memory usage is also a bit of a distraction, so you can imagine, I'm sure, how big a breath of fresh air Python is in comparison. Instead of counting bytes, we can just define generic placeholders and solve a problem with minimal mental overhead. And this level of freedom has apparently been part of Python since the early days of Python 2, when the implementation of an integer was updated to allow as many digits of precision as could fit in memory. In other words, we can tell Python the number we want to represent, and Python will figure out how to store it in memory for us. So 2 to the 38th really is a trivial use of Python, and it's just as trivial as 2 to the 138th or 2 to the 1,038th. But as explained in our blog post, there's actually quite a bit of magic that makes it possible to do math on Python's implementation of long integers, as opposed to C, where the arithmetic can be performed much faster and more directly by a computer's CPU. As with all engineering problems, there's a trade-off between convenience and efficiency. As Scotty says in the movie Star Trek V, the right tool for the right job. So that was a lot of me talking about why Python is my favorite language. All of it a roundabout teaser for episode two. So now we'd like to hear from you. Kevin and I are creating Python Out Loud to share our journeys from learner to developer. And we hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy creating each episode. If so, please consider supporting the show in one of three ways. First, you can leave us a review in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. As you may know, reviews are essential for new podcasts to get established and to be ranked for easy discoverability by new listeners. Second, if you're not comfortable leaving us a five-star review, please visit pythonoutloud.com slash contact and fill out our anonymous contact page to let us know why and what we could do to make the show more useful for you. You're also invited to tweet at us as at pythonoutloud on Twitter or to email us at pythonoutloud at gmail.com to let us know what you think of this episode's less polished monologue format. If we get enough positive feedback We'll consider releasing similar episodes more often. And finally, if having episodes more often or supporting documents like transcripts would make the show more useful, please consider going to pythonoutloud.com/donate and helping us cover our production costs through Patreon. Every hour that we don't spend editing audio is an hour we could instead be spending recording new content. Thanks for being a dedicated listener. And for more, please visit our website at pythonoutloud.com.